0: With Pam and Tommy wrapping up on Hulu and NBC noting the potential of a Pamverse, the new true crime show, The Thing About Pam, aired its first episode Tuesday, March 8th, and we're here to discuss just how disturbed Pam Hop truly is. It's March 11th, 2022, and you're listening to today's episode. The title of the first episode is She's a Good Friend. It's about Pam Hupp and a dead body, the depiction of the day, all the evidence, the alibis, December 27th, 2011.
1: Yeah, much like the podcast that's based on. I actually listened to the first episode just to see how they would compare to each other. And where does
0: the first episode end?
1: Where does it end? Uh, you start to realize that the husband who has been locked up for the murder of his wife, Betsy mm-hmm. Ferrer. Frida. Do you remember
0: the husband's name? Uh, no, I don't. It's Russ.
1: Russ, yeah. He's, he like wants his lawyer, and there's supposedly more to the story that hasn't he's been told at, yet. He's
0: asked for a lawyer in the podcast.
1: Yeah, he asked for a lawyer. You listen to the tapes. In fact, Pam Huff... We have yet to see that happen. Really? Here,
0: here the cops are basically able to expunge all the information they want out of him and he doesn't even realize he's in trouble.
1: Well, no, that, that is true. He does speak a lot to the cops, but then they start to, is this the same in the show because they start to accuse him of being the one who kind of like self-reported? Oh, from the get-go, the, as soon as the phone call is made. That's how thinking, the podcast is done. They, in fact, if- But he hasn't on.
0: asked for that lawyer. Yeah, he only the, asked the for prosecuting the or the, um, the prosecutor who comes in behind the glass is the first one to really point out the fact that he doesn't seem like the type to kill his wife.
1: Yeah, but like, and is it also when he was making the phone call? Because he, you hear the phone it's call. It's very he emotional. Yeah, he's emotional. Okay, emot- wait, wait,
0: wait. first I want to ask you, does Keith Morrison from Dateline do this show? Yeah. Okay, his voice is very recognizable from the beginning. And I know that they're both on NBC. Does right. he have anything to do with the podcast? Yeah, he's the one that he narrates the podcast. Oh, too. he narrates the podcast yeah. as well.
1: It's also, it, the podcast is also six episodes like
0: this is going to be. Okay, that's my first problem with the show. I learned all the information I had to in this first episode. Pam did it. She the husband is getting accused. In the end she's gonna be found out guilty and that's the end. How much how much of Pam do you see in this episode?
1: Most of it is Pam. Really, because in the podcast, you only get like five minutes with Pam where she's like speaking to some cops. She's the central character. Yeah, and that was what made me... The name me... of
0: the show is the thing about Pam. <laughs> that's
1: that's the thing that made me so confused when I was listening to the podcast because you barely get any of her and it's only six episodes a stay before.
0: Well, this reminds me of Vice where you have someone in a fat suit, mm-hmm. Gary Oldman, in The Darkest Hour. It's become very popular for Hollywood actors and now actresses. Mm-hmm to mm-hmm. just kind of stick on that fat suit and be able to hype up this like weird personality I mean, of a
1: character. Renee Zellweger did get a lot of kind of criticism for them putting her in a fat suit. Why? Because they found it like a form of fat shaming almost. Is
0: it is she is does she look like that in real life?
1: It was like a mixed bag for me when I saw actual pictures of her. It yeah. wasn't like spot on like some places are actually able to do. TV I cannot shows. stand Pam.
0: And that is good I guess for the acting. She does a great job playing annoying. She's always drinking a big gulp. We're supposed to hate her. You do hate her. There's absolutely nothing that like would redeem this character, even within the first few minutes. You're able so, to tell that.
1: So you really like her acting because it's been it's like been divided. No, I'm
0: saying it's like she's easy to dislike. Which, if that's the goal, which it seems to be, she's right on. This feels like a better version of 24 Hours or Dateline or any of those shows oh, where they reenact it. Yeah, oh, 2020, when they reenact the uh, murders or whatever happening, and then they try to explain, like, the psyche behind the characters. People called
1: it, like, Dirty John.
0: Eh, it's not. It's, no, it's not, because they're, they're telling you from the beginning what the twist is. You know that Pam is responsible for this. Yeah. Unless there's some weird thing that happens, and Russ actually did kill her, I'm not going to be surprised. With Dirty John, the whole point of the podcast and the whole point of the show is that we know the guy's an asshole, but we have no idea the lengths that he would go to and what ends up happening until the very end. That's what made that podcast and that show better. This show feels, again, like I'm just watching the same thing that I would watch on one of those history channels at <laughs> late at night, but then with better actors and a better recreation forensic files also yes why would why would this need to be more than one episode what am i going to learn in the next few episodes and you might not know this because you only Uh, listened to the first episode of the podcast but like it felt like i got all the information here i got the fake alibis parts that i liked in the show some of the recreations when she changed her story they showed us the changed version of the story i was like super pumped almost when he's uh,
1: telling the story of how he came up with the app and then and super pumped
0: use... it only happened once and this it was like sh- the, she was talking to the cops and she put her foot in her own mouth because she's so stupid she thinks she can get away with this she is getting away with it because everybody's thinking oh it's the husband sure. but then she starts to like incriminate herself just by going back in her own story and changing it making the person her best friend out to be just like way more dependent into her than she had to be and also making it like she placed russ at the house when russ had an alibi not being at the house and that's what's going to end up turning the focus onto her so again easy to dislike this main character and that's what can you tell me about the show?
1: well i was going to say that in the first episode like i said you only get five minutes with pam but the one thing that she does is she kind of manipulates the cops like uh, is russ in this show friends with pam
0: Russ is not friends with Pam. He's had sort of an off and on again thing with his wife, but now that his wife has cancer and is dying from cancer, it seems like he's mended that relationship. He's trying to do well. He did go out and have a party night with the boys uh, and got high, and that's why he's, again, under suspicion. That's also why his phone call sounded so crazy because he was high at the time that he, he that, made it.
1: Yeah, well, Like that's the, that's different from the podcast, because Russ, like, when he's being interviewed by the cops, brings up Pam by name, and he's friends with her at the time. He
0: he says that she's a good person, because he's she's always been looking out for the wife, but from the way that the show presented it, what Pam's really doing is using Betsy's illness as a way, her friend's cancer, as a way to manipulate and make it all about her she's the victim she's got to make her friend feel sympathetic towards her about like all she's doing her friend didn't want to leave her mom's house like betsy was hanging out with her kids and her mom and having a swell time and pam was the one who was like no you got to go home you're sick blah blah blah, blah. and nah. she's like i'm not feeling that sick and it's like no you're going home and it's like stuff like that pam is a piece of work she's a grade a karen controlling <laughs> She's absolutely controlling, but she's planned this murder out. Like, this wasn't something that just happened in the heat of the moment. It seems like from the moment that she woke up that day, it seemed like she had a plan to make sure she had an alibi, that she was calling places, that she was calling her husband, that she was calling the friend's mom, and, and like, making it, crafting this way, and that she could just tell the story later on. That reminds me of The Shield,
1: where someone is planning out another person's murder, and what they do is they're, like, calling a pizza place so that when the pizza boy comes by to drop off the pizza... So- so they have like the shower going to make it seem like that person
0: can not possibly be like so later on when they give their testimony or their exactly. witness statement yeah yeah um but with pam like unlike most murders she's just a complete psychopath like i don't even know her motivation behind lying to the co- or behind killing her did they say how betsy faria died that's, he got stabbed like four thousand times.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, but like, did did it seem like a suicide at all?
0: Because that's what the originally the the husband thought it was a suicide. Okay, he so walked that part in, it. but then like immediately the cops are like, that's impossible. There's no way this person just sliced themselves. 50 times and that
1: was why in the podcast at least they didn't believe the The husband husband, yeah yeah but he
0: didn't have a, a a little bit of blood on him no blood at all they took his clothes and they were like well that's weird look for where he cleaned up look for any sort of evidence that he touched the body and they just didn't have any i heard that it's also trying to be somewhat a comedy yeah i mean pam is just a character She's just, like, the introduction of her is her going around and introducing us to her family. Like, we're some sort of fourth wall break.
1: I, I mean, like, the person that was... The first two episodes were directed by Scott Winant. He's directed stuff like Breaking Bad, Fargo... Only one
0: episode's been released. That's the one I want.
1: Yeah, right. But he's directed stuff like Breaking Bad, Fargo, Bear Call Saul, Preacher, The Shield. And it's, like... It feels like those are all grim reality shows. So when I heard that they were making something about the thing about Pam, I was thinking to myself, is it going to try and follow along that same track? It doesn't seem like it does. But this this story has been told so many different times. Like,
0: Why? What makes this story so special? That's what a lot of critics right now with this TV show are asking. We know that she goes to prison from the beginning because like, we get cuts to her talking about this. In the past tense, she looks much older. She's got longer hair, gray, uh, and obviously it's yeah, been nine years. That's how she looks now. Yeah, lightly. that's how she looks yeah. now. And it's just so obvious that Russ is presented as this innocent, naive, gullible victim, and that she is just this evil, psychopathic, like, she kept annoying me in the interview because she would say stupid, stupid things and then try to make herself out to be a victim. She'd be like, my mother, she's going through Alzheimer. um, Or like, I love dogs, but I hate that dog. Yeah, there's supposed to be a dog in in the episode, right? There's <laughs> multiple dogs in the issue. There's her dog, which she's constantly petting, and then there's the neighbor's or the Betsy's dog, who she let outside when she murdered Betsy, and then uh, Russ had to let that dog back in. I've heard she one even is growled in- at that dog.
1: I've heard. I've heard even one is like incredibly CGI. One of the dogs.
0: I I assume that's Russ's dog, and I wasn't really paying too much mm-hmm. attention okay. to it. Again, Russ's acting was on par with what you would see in a 2020 show. It wasn't supposed to be that great, especially when he called in because it was supposed to seem fake but then you're already in sort of a fake type show so i'm not exactly sure where you're
1: except for renee Zellweger, i heard that like the secondary cast is acting is actually like standard like it's good there's
0: not enough of it in this first episode to really even like i josh duhamel showed up in the credits i didn't see him in the episode yeah Maybe he plays the lawyer he plays the lawyer yeah we didn't see any, any lawyers, lawyers. Okay. yeah so i don't know why his name was even in there if this was just a full-out comedy and keith uh morrison was doing the f- comedy with it that would have been maybe better well people
1: were mad at it being a comedy because like every person I'm says saying, like patricia french I pick said, pick your lane yeah well they were saying that it's a real case so they were mad that there was even comedy that they were like trying to throw in and trying to be clever then again it is on nbc so it's like one of those like competing
0: things it would have been better if it had just been straight comedy I'm saying people wouldn't have liked it. Yeah, people wouldn't have liked it. But if you're going to use the real names, maybe not. But if you were going to base it off of something like that. This is like the third show in a row where it starts with the title card being like, this is actually based on some events, but not everything. Some has been (laughs) dramatized. And I was like, okay, well... Well, um, when
1: you when you were talking about the beginning and how you already see her in jail, it reminded me a lot of the dropout, where it's like you automatically know where the story is going to be going. You're just kind of waiting for it to actually get there. But with the dropout, it's
0: about the, one of the biggest companies in the world. Yeah, and this is an and how it ended noticed. up being a
1: sham this is just about a routine murder no this is about like a case that every single person knows about the podcast was like viewed over 20 million times they did five episodes on how a podcast
0: can go viral and i think that probably they have better facts to go on because they're able to really just talk and talk and talk there was going to be there's going to be like
1: a film in 2019 by daniel blake smith called proof please no (laughs) in 2021 there's a book titled countdown to murder pam Hupp that came out this is
0: making me like the show less
1: well, yeah, and that's I think because I don't
0: need all this. It's again, it felt like a one off episode and it should have, not should have. I haven't seen any more. So I can't 100% say that I wouldn't enjoy the rest of the show. But it feels like this is a seven out of ten. Go watch it. It's it's and it's entertaining enough for that one episode. But then past that, I can't recommend it. Well, even. I imagine like it's not, it doesn't seem like it goes. Anywhere. I
1: imagine you're going to get some backstory like I because isn't a
0: pilot like... supposed to like intrigue you into seeing more of it. And this didn't. It ended with the fact that Russ is still in jail. So we, but like, I just don't see how they can keep him. Eventually someone's going to figure it out and be like, well, he has a receipt. We see his alibi play out. So we know what's going to be used to free him. And he has a receipt from like Burger King that was at 908 or something, which proves that um, Pam was lying. And it also proves that he couldn't have been there at the time that Betsy died. If they're able to analyze like, exactly when she died or put that so down. you're giving us a... also, also sorry cam is so stupid she says in her uh interview with the police she's like you know actually there is one more thing that you might want to ask russ about he often would talk about how or she, betsy would tell me about how he would put a pillow over her face yeah so no, if that... there's just a random pillow hanger which obviously there was but why would she even bring it up <laughs> well you see it seems like the
1: show was trying to do so many different things because when you listen to what pam was saying about russ when they were interviewing her she was obviously making it seem like he was some type of like wife beater he said the thing about the pillow but she came across as a lot more I don't know, maniacal and like actually thought out her responses
0: That seems like in this show it seemed like the police we're starting to get a clue that she was weird. One of them, not so much, but the girl, she was like, "Why is she talking like this?" And her like that's the impression I was getting from her acting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how would the podcast know to reiterate all that unless the police got bad vibes from her from the beginning? Mm-hmm,
1: yeah, well, yeah, I think they're also trying to make the audience like pick up on it. Pick up no, on the No, no, that just... no.
0: Keith Morrison spells it out. He's like baby spoon feeding you. It's not even spoon feed, it's baby food that he's giving you. He's like, this is gonna come back later. This'll come back later. He's doing the the Bill Hader almost. I mean he does Keith that. Keith yeah, does that in the podcast too. The show would also be better if like if it didn't go the comedy route, it could have gone the mystery route where we we're supposed to put it together. So like maybe thing. even
1: maybe even switch up the name from the
0: thing about Pam and just make it something else. No, like give us facts to try to figure out as the audience you know just present us with what happened and then have it be like well who could possibly have done it well again you know? this is one there's of the only most... two characters but it this could is be more... pam or the husband there's really not that many others to, <laughs> to try I had to that, shed light on. if
1: you remember i had that same thought process about the dropout but here it's even more so like so many people know this story it's been done so many times that it's like everyone knows it's pam
0: i i didn't know this story
1: yeah, you're one of very few.
0: Okay, you'd heard this story before? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Pam Hup.
1: The show is very polarizing. It has a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 6.1% on IMDb. And everyone's either like Renee Zellweger deserves an Emmy nomination for no. her role. Or people are like, no, this she's so over the top at no, this point. It's ridiculous. not that either.
0: It's fine. The show is fine. It's just fine. It's a 7 out of 10 for this episode. People aren't
1: saying it's just fine, though. Like, the reviews that are negative for it say that this show should not have been made in the first place.
0: Most shows that we do no offense even the ones that we give seven out of tens don't necessarily feel very important to the rest of show history you know like <laughs> well, yeah if we were to rank uh the majority of what we're watching it doesn't necessarily have to be in order for people to live their daily, daily right, lives. Right, but I'm saying know? that like... Or, or even for, for their enjoyment. like
1: for people to invest time into, I think that like that's where they're coming from. It's they, 40
0: minutes. It's not
1: too bad. But you're not going to watch the rest of the series, right?
0: No, 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 no. I've already said that. The people who are saying that it should never have been a show, I sympathize with. However, I don't hate it so much that I don't see the relevance behind that crowd. of. There is a massive amount of true crime fans out there who will eat this stuff up. But, like, how many podcasts still need to be made about it? So the people who don't like it, it's not for them.
1: So you're saying that, like, if you don't like it, just don't watch it?
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Yeah, Renee Zellweger said that apparently she was, like, allergic to the glue that they were using for her prosthetic makeup, so she had to keep taking Benadryl.
0: Does Benadryl help with just inflammation? It helps with sinuses, I think. Well, it's like, her face was red the entire time, and so maybe, like, the side effects of having that allergy... (laughs) actually helped make her look more like kind of gross
1: (laughs) Uh, okay so one thing i keep seeing like for posters and uh, also she's just
0: an asshole of a parent too because one of her kids is not from her her second marriage so she's just like oh that's my kid from my first marriage and she like blocks her face out with her hand when she does the intro
1: i Keep on seeing her drink big, big gulps, and I can't imagine that's, like, fun to listen to.
0: (laughs) Like, it's... You just see her drinking all the time.
1: In the poster, it's her looking at the camera with a big, big gulp and just sucking on the straw.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's actually the poster. I think that's a scene in the thing where she's watching Betsy play her game and, and trying to, like, manipulate her into leaving faster. Because that's when she's on the sofa. And then she stains the kid's sofa. And then Betsy has kids. What ends up happening to the kids? Is is she in the will? Is that why she murdered her? Like, I'm trying to figure out the motivation here. No, oh, that was one thing
1: that Pam did say in the podcast. Like, the husband, apparently, once his wife died, was going to get, like, a sum of money because it was in the will. Hmm. So that was something that she tried to, like, plant in the cop's brain to be it like, oh. It didn't seem
0: like Betsy was loaded, like, just based off the house that she was living in.
1: Dirty John, Dr. Death, Homecoming, you just watched Joe vs. Carol. With those four shows, where do you place this one?
0: Those four... Okay, Homecoming is is a trippy show. It's not anything like this. Um, Dr. Death and Dirty John are better. At least first season, Dirty John. And you like the second season. I like the second season episode um, I watched, yeah. Yeah, so probably at the tail end of those. It'd be funny if we went back to those podcasts and I actually gave like one of them a six out of 10. I don't think I did though. I think this will be the lowest rated of those, but I see why I'm not the target audience for it. And so I think anybody who um, really, really likes true crime or likes to like kind of bore themselves out of it, this is just a well acted version of one of those. Did you know what she was actually sticking in those chill chugs? No. It was Diet Dr. Pepper. We see her do that. Also, we see, I think Russ take a bag of fertilizer in one of the earlier scenes too which means that he was planting something or i didn't know how that was going to play into something but it might play into something later well yeah
1: yeah i wonder if this is going to be a show where every single scene ties into the next one like no
0: but it seemed like it was such a small cast it almost felt like the size of peacemaker where everybody could have been included in the intro
1: this has been in the works since may 2020
0: yeah and it's just it's just another story of desperate people and um yeah, there was a sweater dress robe that she re- uh, that she was wearing during the cop interview which was just so over the top that it, it was funny because like who would wear something so dumb <laughs> it literally though was like, like a robe but like the middle part was a sweater robe. it was weird uh she's a weird character she's not as weird as joe exotic um but she is weirder than kate mckinnon's version of <laughs> carol Baskin. they said
1: it took 80 minutes for like the whole her for her to look that way like mm-hmm. the makeup department
0: it, again too many shows and movies are starting to do it where it's just like well if we stick them in a different suit then they can just act weird and I, get a bunch of publicity i think it. it
1: might be the fact that like black mass with johnny depp everyone loved the way he looked in that and his performance Was he super fat
0: i, I never saw black mass. no
1: but he looks completely different like mm-hmm. entirely well, you different You could say
0: the same thing about steve carell when he played the fox fox, catcher, I, fox yeah, catcher in 2014
1: yeah i think Black it's, it's
0: not and... new to change someone's appearance it's to stick them though in a big old fat suit that's what we're i guess i'm criticizing yeah but if, unless you got anything else to say oh also there was an arby's that wasn't it wasn't burger king it was arby's, arby's yeah arby's is in the podcast yes arby's was yeah. the one that he went to to get food Yeah, not, not burger king sorry for the shout out <laughs> um <laughs> thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode bye